Namaste. We were speaking of uh, yesterday of the way Indian civilization looked at the human march. Human march uh, was not just about outer development, buildings, technology, systems, etc. Uh, but primarily an inner march. It is a march, a battle and a pilgrimage. So it's a march which is forward march towards a great goal that the rishis had foreseen. That great goal was not just amassing wealth, having material comforts, having a name and fame in society, but something much greater. It was first to discover the truth which is at the core of all things. Satya dharmai. So and to live by that law of truth. Second, and thirdly, to manifest and express that truth in life and thought and feeling and speech and action. This was the great goal that the rishis placed before us. So much different, so much uplifting, so much sublime and beautiful than all the possible goals that we can imagine. So to find the truth which is at the core of things through yoga, to live by the law of truth. We see in Yagnavalk, in the Isha Upanishad, Speaking of that, Hiranmayena patrena satya syapahita mukham tattvam pushanna pavranu satya dharmaya drishte Meaning thereby that all our rules, laws that we make, social, religious and otherwise, are temporary contrivances and devices. Whether it be a legal system, a judiciary system or the social codes of conduct, they are temporary devices. They are necessary when we are in ignorance. But there is a law of truth. By law, it's not do this and don't do this. By law of truth is simply that this truth is unfolding through creation. And for that, there is a way, there is a path that which it unfolds in creation. And we must follow that path. So, the Rishi place, now I want to know the law of truth. And what is the beacon light that we are moving toward that truth? So, it gave these three wonderful terms which incidentally are uh, the first attractions for the psychic being. The sign that the psychic being is getting awake are that it is drawn towards Satyam, Shivam, Sundaram. Truth, goodness and beauty. The good of all creatures, not goodness is my good. Good of all creatures. Beauty, beauty in thought, speech, action, feeling, willing. Satyam, what is the truth behind appearances? So, this was the path through which they moved toward the great ascension to the home of truth. The home of truth is a place which is full of rasa, delight, samanjas, harmony, beauty, tripur sundri. That's how they conceived truth. Not as a barren, bare, kadwa, such. All this uh, <laughs> is our own uh, ideas and viewpoints and opinions. Truth is always beautiful. It is beauty taking a different you altogether. So, this is how they saw this journey. It was a battle because there were forces that help and there were forces that hinder. And it was a pilgrimage because whole life was a pilgrimage towards that great final goal. And that goal is God. But who is this God? So, very beautifully. Now, you know, people talk about God as form or formless. 
In fact, everything in creation is form and formless together. What is the big deal about it? <laughs> As a child, when you learn physics, you discover everything is form and formless. So I am a form. I am also, I do exist independent of my forms. My thoughts, no need to go into abstraction. My thoughts, feelings, they're all essentially formless. Love has a form. In countless ways it can express itself. Through material care, through service, through expressions. But love also exists independent of all these forms. And the two coexist. In fact, we can say that one anti is the antecedent cause and the other is which follows it. So one is the essence, the other is manifestation. This is the way Indian thought looked at it. And who is God? So one way to look at God is that he is the absolute of all that we seek because we are all miniature divinities. Take absolute of good, absolute of love, absolute of truth. And absolute of anything, including absolute of justice, absolute of kindness, absolute of mercy, absolute of wisdom, absolute of peace. So, that is God, but not anthropomorphically. Rather, we are that shadows. That's why we reflect in some way or the other, like a miniature divinity. And as I said, even in material world, you can see some aspect or the other of his infinity in the most material creation. So there, is, there are all these things which are there. But primarily, he is Sat, true existence, existence, consciousness, absolute consciousness, absolute force and absolute bliss. So these are the four main aspects. So from there, we see another interesting, and of course there is a beyond which we already spoke about, none can define. So from this very thing comes another very interesting aspect of uh, Indian thought without which one cannot really, one, one, it's mind-boggling but uh, very fascinating. People often say, Bhat sare Devi So who are these gods? The gods and goddesses, both masculine element and feminine energies, are the cosmic managers if you like. So if the god or being, why is he a being, why is he a god? He's not a god like a human being with a beard sitting with a carrot and stick. That is surely anthropomorphic. But he is a being in the sense, the moment we say that there is absolute consciousness. Now we are partial consciousness and I am aware that I am in whatever limited way. Even an animal to an extent has that obscurity of I am. That's why it saves itself. Even plants, touch me not and all plants, they make certain reactions to preserve their... So this sense of I... And that limited consciousness gives a limited sense of I. Very limited. We believe that we are the only conscious fellows on the earth. Uh, therefore, we devastate everybody. But everybody has, everything in creation has a little bit of consciousness and a little bit of existence. And therefore, according to the bandwidth of consciousness, I have my own understanding of that I am. Now that, if it is supreme consciousness, would know that it exists? Will it be without a sense of I or a being? It is a being in that sense that it is supreme consciousness which is aware of itself by itself. We are also aware of ourselves by ourselves. Nobody needs to tell us that you exist. <laughs> I exist, I know it. How do I know it? Well, I know it by my sort of identity, my consciousness or whatever. Uh, we can go into its operations. But I am conscious that I exist. 
That's it. So he is also conscious that he exists. He has a right to be conscious that he exists. The moment we say he, it, she or whatever exists, is conscious of itself, we have to say it's a being, not being in the sense of a human being, but a being. Now this being can take this form, that form is a later issue altogether. But the divine is a being. So what difference does it make when we say divine is a being? Why not be happy with impersonal, formless? Because if he is impersonal and formless, then we can't relate to him. See, that is something very interesting about Indian thought. But if he is a being, we can relate to him. So we become being of his being. He is the being of our being. I can connect with him in how thousand ways, million ways. And that is the root of bhakti, that I can connect with him. Why? Because he is a being. If he is an impersonal consciousness, then all that I can do is strive to climb, reach there, do some uh, you know, gymnastics of different kinds. And that is what Sri Krishna reveals beautifully in the Gita. So, after he is revealing truths to Arjuna, then Arjuna says, Sir, hold on please, Madhav, I have a little doubt. This is his hand. So Sri Krishna says, yes, uh, go ahead. So you see, see, what a dialogue, huh? He's questioning and there ends. He says, Madhav, all this is fine. You are making it appear so beautiful, interesting. But you know, what about those fellows who do tapasya? What about them? They do a lot of hard tapasya. You are making it appear so simple. They do nishkam karma. <laughs> you know, remember me at all times. But they do very tough tapasya. I have heard about tapasvis. So, Madhava says, Yes, Krishna. Uh, yes, Arjuna. They too reach to me. They can't go anywhere else. But you know, they take a very, very strenuous, difficult path. At the same time, they reach a very limited aspect, impersonal. They are very happy with that. I don't disturb them in their journey. But the path I am telling you is a complete path. You discover God not only in His impersonality and personality, but is an infinite personality. With infinite qualities. That is the vision of the Purushottama. Sharobhav, God is imminent in creation. In everything with that is mutable, He is present. Akshara, immutable. It cannot, you know, come down. Akshara. That is the impersonal universality of the divine. But beyond it is the Purushottama. The ultimate, the supreme Purushottama, the Uttama Purusha. So, if you follow the path that I am telling you, you will have a delightful journey. Meaning thereby, we are on the pilgrimage. We are not alone. We are in the battlefield. We are not alone. Who is walking with us? All my friends. <laughs> the one friend, the original friend, he walks with us. Now just see this little thing makes a world of difference. And this is not a thought or conception or a dil ke behlane ko khyal. It's not a feeling. Sri Krishna confirmed this is the truth. And those who don't want to follow that this truth, even them I am helping. They don't know it. That's all. When Sri was asked that Divine Mother, um, does she help those who don't believe in us? He says, always. Without, even a yogi takes some aspect of his prakriti and starts the yoga. Where does prakriti come from? From the Divine Mother. And then he gives a few examples. You see the life of Buddha. The Divine Mother is trying all things. Then the Divine Mother comes as a one Vasini and she thinks he is one God, Devata. Thank God now they have in Bodhigaya the temple of Sujata. 
she comes and tells him you know what i can see you are straining yourself too much have some kheer and he has taken a vow i will not take anything i'll find god so she says you know dhanush ki dori ko itna mat kheecho ki tooti jaye itna dheela bhi mat chhodo ki teer na chala sako don't tighten the bow so much that it snaps don't leave it so lax that you cannot even fire the arrow buddha has a you know sunlight suddenly flashing in the sky he says yes the middle path see what is the middle path the path of balance the material and the spiritual are not two separate balance and then it seems as the story goes buddha drinks the uh, has the kheer and then he says kheer interestingly is a symbol of knowledge mixed with the sweetness of god that's why mata parvati in kailash parvat if you go there she will give kheer and that's why lord vishnu sagar is called kheer sagar and you have a place called i am sheer sagar okay sheer bhavani i love to call it kheer bhavani <laughs> so and this and it's it's milk is knowledge and when you add to its sweetness it becomes kheer so that's what it is um, she gives him and she he has it and then he says if this is true may this uh, leaf go upstream and it seems the leaf goes upstream as the uh, story goes and buddha has the enlightenment she comes and goes away see how the divine mother can use anybody and anyone now people will say sujata was this girl yes the divine mother has to come in some way or the other it's not that sujata was an incarnation of divine mother she used her to convey something to the buddha and there was as an interesting aside a beautiful relation between the mother and the buddha and the buddha once came to her in one of her visions and says i know you are carrying in your heart a knowledge which um, is so rare so precious why are you covering it in a purple cloth this beautiful diamond and then he says i know you are hesitating to give it to the world because the world will misunderstand may misunderstand you and then he says something very beautiful is documented in mother's place and meditation but when has the world understood the divine and then he says even i hesitated before i gave it and this is very interesting the conversation starts this way that i have come to you today even as you have loved me once so i have come to you today and the mother would often tell the hardcore buddhist you know buddha is love incarnate but they would not understand no no there is no buddha buddha is gone into nirvana <laughs> and she'll say i'm seeing him there right with you alexandra david neil no 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 it cannot be impossible buddha is nirvana nothingness so buddha the divine mother comes we see the same thing with the of course rama and krishna we know jesus christ that whole side of mother mary is blanked out except in few cults and when mother was asked and see that story of virgin birth it's very interesting shubindo summarizes it in one line heavens joys could be earths if earth was pure enough virgin birth and then 
about Christ when mother was asked somebody saw a vision in which Christ was playing in her upon her knees and she says yes it's a baby child of the divine mother everywhere in every story she is there so Krishna says anyways people may not acknowledge but I walk with you the divine is with us but the beauty of Indian thought is of course there is bhakti in Sikhism this it is true some kind of a bhakti you find in of course, bhakti in Christianity, the early mystics, really tremendous. So they could catch it like this, the avatar. So they held on to him, son of God. <laughs> he will take us, has become son of man, he can take us there. But the way Indian thought has taken bhakti through every possible route, in every possible richness of detail is amazing. So this is because... Divine is a being. Therefore, we can relate with him, connect with him in every which way. And he loves it to be so. Because this world is made for relating with God and then becoming God. So, relating with God is the first step. So, Soham Asmi, if we skip that stage of relating with God, Soham Asmi may end up aggrandizing the ego. I am God. So, I in this personality is God. But when we go through the path of Bhakti, we discover the same thing. That's the story of Kuts and Indra. That after the Devasur Sangram, Indra says, Hey Kuts, let's you know, go to Swark for a few days and let's celebrate the victory. So Kuts says, but you know, Vishwamitra tried to send uh, Trishanku and uh, you will not throw me out of the door. <laughs> no, 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 don't worry. Let's come and see the magic. So Indra is inviting him to Swark. He is a mortal. But uh, he is invited. So they have a chit-chat, conversation, what's happening, cosmic conversation, what's happening in Iran, what about the global food crisis, the God way, not because God sees the inner truth. So they are having conversation and as they go to the gates of heaven, the Dwarpal who has to open the gate is confused because he sees not one but two Indras. Kuts has grown like Indra in every which way by relating, conversing with him. See, before Swam Asmi, this Bhajamiham, to Bhajo, to relate with God, to do his bhajan from the deepest sense, to bhaj is to join, to take delight. Bhagi to comes from that root, to take joy in God. So you become like God. So then they are not sure. If there could be two Indra, maybe both are not real, what to do. So they call Shachi. Indras. Uh, consort. So she is Sachi, she is truth consciousness. So she comes and Indra is Sahasraksh, global consciousness. <laughs> so Sachi comes and says, This is the original Indra. This is because of his love and togetherness and company, he has become like him. Come, both of you, have wonderful food ready. Come, sit on the dining table, have nice dinner and somras, which is Ananda, incidentally. <laughs> So this is the story of we have to become one with God. We can go through the path of tapasya or we can go through the path of surrender. Primarily these are the two main things. So still what is tapasya? We hear this often. And by tapasya we feel something very hard, done with. If you give pain to yourself, it is tapasya. It has nothing to do with tapasya. The last thing the divine wants of us is to mortify ourselves. If he really wanted us to do that, he would not be really worth calling a God. So tapasya is a very logical thing actually. Again we come to that root word, tap. Tap. 
tapna it all comes from the same root increase the heat within yourself how to increase the heat again you compress the molecules isn't it pure physics how do you generate heat compress the molecules you have so much all diffuse compress it compress it compress it it begins to convert into heat energy by the sheer fact of coming together this this entire uh, whole process is that so how do you compress any form of energy any form of energy if we concentrate it is a kind of tapasya and when we concentrate in a spiritual endeavor towards a spiritual goal then it becomes truly tapasya it has nothing to do with when i sit where i sit what dress i wear whether i sleep on the floor with brick under my head in fact there's horror it is nothing to do with that so concentrate the energy of thought instead of letting the thoughts discursively travel in 100 1000 direction concentrate it into god seeking it becomes tapasya it could be one idea doesn't matter when paul brunton went and asked raman maharshi he had come to ashram also had mother's darshan but mother told him don't write anything about you <laughs> he had fantastic experiences so in search of secret india very interesting book so when he went to raman maharshi ashram so raman Mahar, he started getting this question from all sides who am i who am i who am i so what, what i can't think of anything except who am i so he with great force threw the question towards raman maharshi who are you and then when he looked at him there was no raman maharshi it was like for a moment there was absolutely he couldn't see anything <laughs> who am i who am i so if we concentrate any thought shubhendra gives a line in savitri a lonely thought becomes omnipotent it's that energy god within or an idea then after a while there is a door which open concentrate the energy of emotions which is running around mera bhaiya mera munna mere bagal wale mere parivar wale mere photo frame wale mere aane wale palne mein khilane wale sab ye sab all these energies of love concentrated in 100 directions concentrate it upon the one divine which can be done in two ways all this knowledge can be done in two ways let's take that also mother has mentioned this shobindra has also mentioned we can concentrate it within on the idea of god within us we can concentrate on any and every object with the idea of god within that is integral knowledge that's why in the, in gita we have gyan vigyan yog so it is not just the self within but the self in everything so if we concentrate the truth of everything begins to yield itself <laughs> because you are looking at things from inside outward similarly loving the divine within exclusive concentration the way of traditional bhakti exclusive meditation the way of traditional gyana and all inclusive meditation concentration the way of integral gyana knowledge exclusive concentration on your personal deity within that is traditional bhakti all inclusive love where in every one one sees or tries to see the divine is a very interesting uh, aphorism of sri arbindo he says people often say that a woman is a snare 
for man. He says, I would think more wisely of God <laughs> that he created them for sin. He says, I, medieval ascetics used to say that. He says, I would think much more wisely about God <laughs> and for women also. But this was the way people conceived. And then he says, there are, there are two ways of avoiding. If you call it a snare, then there are two ways to avoid the snare. One is to shun all women. They do it in one of the movements, you know, Swaminarayan movement. We don't, not supposed to look at women. So I had to give a talk once. And there, Brahmalin Swamiji was also present. So, fortunately, they had kept my thing in the last because he had to inaugurate. So, women were sitting right behind under shroud of darkness. That's how I came to know. I asked my friend, is not supposed to look at women. So I started talk like that that हम ब्रह्म ज्ञान की बात करते हैं परंतु ब्रह्म के आधे भाग को तो हमने पीछे कर दिया <laughs> I don't know whether they got the punch or not <laughs> so so he says that one is this a touch of sarcasm in it Either is to shun all women, which is impossible. You are born, you have mother, everybody in your life. Or to love all beings. That is the other way, the royal way. In everybody to see the divine. That's what the Gita says. <laughs> love all creatures, love all beings. But love not ignorantly, not selfishly. Not what men call love. Persistentially, I cannot give you what men call love. But love... Because of the divine presence in them. That is essence. So this is the path of bhakti. So, tapasya is when we concentrate this energy. See, tapasya and surrender go together. Similarly, the energy of will dispersed in I want this, I want that, I want this, I want that. Hundred things. So we have very little energy left. After all that post-retirement plan, when I am 65, I don't know, nowadays good, there is no retirement age. But after that, I will seek God. It is the same thing like Vajasrava's cows, which is offering as a sacrifice to gods. That when they have grown old without milk, what will they? <laughs> what will the gods do with it? And Nachiketa, the young, youthful, that's when we should offer. So these energies of will which are dispersed in countless directions, if we concentrate it, it is the tapasya of will. Concentrate in where will will either in offering themselves, dedicating, consecrating all our works to the master within and in the world doing his works for the divine consummation of humanity. Here again, Shurabinda is a wonderful aphorism. There are two things per perfectly pleasing to God in his servant. One to clean his temple floors in silent adoration. It could be the temple floor outside. More importantly, temple for inside. Or to fight the great battle of the future for his divine consummation in humanity. That is also the tapasya of will. So you see, tapasya is concentrated energy. Concentrated upon spiritual endeavor. If you remove the spiritual endeavor, then mothers do tapasya. Lot of tapasya. Children do tapasya, padai me tapasya. So women do tapasya. You know how it's tremendous tapasya, ghar me, bahar me, everything. Men enjoy the fruits of tapasya. So that's it. <laughs> no, okay. 
<laughs> men also do tapasya they have to live away it's not easy thing no living away doing all the labor hard work it's a tough life bojh tale zindagi ke bojh tale dabao aadmi that's why this line was coming <laughs> when we don't do tapasya nature makes us do tapasya to zindagi ke bojh tale daba hua aadmi matlab nature is compelling you to do tapasya to karega nahi karwaunga <laughs> so whole you are compressed compressed and you you are doing cheek pukar so <laughs> so tapasya is about that and in this tapasya there is and this forward march this pilgrimage this battle there are these cosmic forces which help us they are the gods they are the managers of cosmic managers and they are at once physical and psychological because in indian thought there is a unity of creation so the same god agni we ignite as the fire is also the agni which is the flame of aspiration towards god is also the agni which changes its form and becomes in man the many tongued desires is the agni which urges us to progress to achieve to strive so there are at once the same agni has several connotations together the same god vayu indra vayu expands so inwardly the vayu expands our consciousness from a narrow state we enter into vastness but the same vayu in the lower worlds operates differently so that man wants to come out of that small little shell and expand his consciousness in the plant it gives the idea of it, it uh, makes the plant bring out of itself more and more gametes santan all this so it's the same vayu it expands everything in the material universe it expands the universe so vayu is matrishwan it expands agni is jatvedas it is the giver of all births all things that come into existence start with this agni otherwise life is very routine and mechanical so agni and then you know you do something and then you get some result so it is the jatvedas is the original uh, original impulsion that starts things then there is who is the other god vayu agni indra must come so indra is the divine mind so at its highest it's the knowledge of creation in all its different aspects behind all the manifold knowledge so indriya is the senses in in lower creation it becomes indriya the gods the vayu agni you see in each of the indriya and indra is the mind but in its ultimate status is the divine mind and the divine senses through is the divine experiences creation here we see his diminished form in the ancient and then there are other gods so we have pushan we have bhag who is bhag nowadays these gods are forgotten they were the original vedic gods so you have bhag who, who is bhag he is the enjoyer his task is to give you joy he enjoys life so you know that was another god who comes toward the end but in vedic uh, culture we also have soma so after he have done soma he is the first god who has gone into creation to pull it out he is always running as the undercurrent of life and he is the last god who reveals himself in all its beatitude when people have gone through all these uh, states varuna mitra mitra is the god of love harmony 
Varuna is the god of again vastness. Then you have the god of war, all these gods strength. So all these gods at the end, they recover the original delight that has gone into creation. So Soma is delight and Soma is not what Somra speaker ke. Now this is the gods, they are helping us in creation. But at the same time, they are managers, we can go through them. This was one of the path of the Vedic rishis. They took this path, many of them. This God to that God. It was a very detailed path. If you look at it first, Agni. So Agni, will they will purify in, inside. They will light up the flame of aspiration. Make it grow more and more by offering Havi. And Agni's power is consorted Swaha. So when you offer anything, Agni makes it purer, brighter, luminous. Makes it grow. When you offer Gritam, which is the illumined mind, mind. All the mental energy is Gritam. So it becomes the, the illumination in the mind, the light of the mind increases manifold. Instead of letting this energy of the mind fritt away in different directions. So when you offer different aspects within you, then the gods will give you horses and cows. So that you can become a milkman and you can you know <laughs> ride a chariot. This is how we are told. So who are the cows? They are the luminous, they are described actually in the Veda. Luminous kind of the sun. Now either they have to be crazy that they were saying that cows were born from the sun. Even by any stretch of imagination, <laughs> this will be fantastic. The straight meaning came from the word go, which is light. So they give us the luminous rays of the sun. Sun is the creator. So all the energies of the creator begin to illuminate in different parts. So they were the goes. And what about us? Yes, we talked about horsepower. So we grow in power and force. So light and force, knowledge and power, this begins to grow in the person who is doing swaha to the gods. But first through Agni, then Vayu. After we have started offering this as a sacrifice, all the activities of our life as Samidha, the mental minds, thoughts as the Gritam, uh, then Gradually, our consciousness begins to expand. So, Agni, then next is Vayu. So, after consciousness begins to expand, it becomes changes into cosmic consciousness with all its attendant results. This is the second th- uh, God they bring. Then the third is Indra. When consciousness becomes vast, then we can really receive the divine knowledge. If consciousness is very small and narrow, even if the highest knowledge is revealed, we'll turn it into a dogma. Small little dogma, a set of do's and don'ts. The last thing God has ever written is a list of do's and don'ts. Otherwise, he himself will be confused about his creation. It's an evolutionary process. So, there is this other aspect that Indra comes and now we have the uh, all comprehensive understanding of creation. Not the Indra of Purana, I am talking about Indra of the Vedas. And after we have grown into this vastness, purified through Agni, and the divine knowledge has begun to enter us. Then comes Soma with his picture of delight. Kalamrit ki baat ho thi. So then we don't have that Prayag wala, wo complicated wala Amrit. Then he directly gives us and we drink that Soma and we are energized. What does Soma do? It is the original power of creation, delight. It doesn't just fill us with delight. It has the property to completely heal, harmonize everything. Joy heals. But provided it is that joy, ultimate joy. So this is this was the Vedic pantheon and many, many other gods, Swastri, 
who fashions the chariots, the ribos, artisans of immortality. That's a different story altogether. But, and there is a very interesting but, it was not necessary to go through the gods only. You could bypass them. They are managers. So we have in the Upanishads complete bypassing of the gods. In fact, they say it's a very difficult, long path. Why you want to take this path? So what is the bypass road? So the bypass road was there are all aspects of the one supreme. You connect with the supreme. How to conceive the supreme? Okay. He is beyond conception, but you have to have some framework of conception. So he is sometimes called as Hiranyagarb, the in the golden sheath. You conceive of him like that. You can conceive of him as the absolute. You can conceive of him as Om, which is very interesting. It's the Pranav Mantra. And why it is... See, everything was so detailed about Indian thought. It's not just that it is the original Nad which is recreated as Om. This one part of it. But look at the formation of the word. It has three movements and then a fourth combination. Aum. That's how it is. Ah. So what happens in a... See how they connect it. Sanskrit language. So it's all phonetics. Every... Contact which can take place between the tongue, the palate and the lips and the sounds is a syllable. You won't find it in any language. So there are labials, there are you know gutturals, so all those sounds have been woven into syllables. So ah, uh, ah uh is what? Opening. Ah, uh, so there is manifestation. Outward going movement. Then oh, oh is circumscribing it and bringing it back. Entire story of creation, outward movement, circumscribing it, bringing it inside. So you have Aoma. And then Om, which is all comprehensing, comprehending, all these three states are contained within it. So they said that the divine or the Brahman is fourfold. So fourfold means one, he is the ultimate truth, which, which absolute, about which nothing can be said, is the supreme. Then out of him, he concentrates himself and becomes pragya, that is, that all-powerful intensity of knowledge, that supreme light, if you want to call it, the ultimate splendor and effulgence, pragya, which is described as, okay, we will talk about that later. Then that out of that supreme state, condition, which is beyond manifestation and unmanifest. So, Hiranyagar, the author of our dreams, so he picks out certain elements which have not manifested and he says, I must manifest it. So, he picks out a selection out of that and Hiranyagar, he is the dreaming God. So, he dreams, all kinds of dreams enter into his realm. And then he projects it outward into the outer world where he becomes Virat. So there are four states of consciousness. The waking which is what we are connected with. Jagratavastha. We all know is Virat. That we know. Vast universe, material universe. But behind it is Hiranyagarbh. So Sapnavastha in which dreams are in the making. Today's dreams are tomorrow's realities. What it means is, be careful of what you dream. (laughs) 
because we may dream and expect something from the dream dream will realize but not necessarily what we are expecting from it so often people say chase your dreams more important is be careful what you dream no doubt dreams have a tendency to precipitate upon earth because that's the logic of creation whatever we dream think and will feel have faith in we tend to become that so the yogins would begin to master these inner states so there is the jagrat there is swap then there is susupti mujhe bekhudi ki tune bali chaasni chatai we don't know what is beyond it yet it is in its extreme we it's called susupti because human consciousness cannot remain awake there it's such a concentrated tremendous it's like being blinded by the light we can't see anything there we can't remain awake you know when there is too much light what happens you just after some time try it one is when there is darkness we fall into sleep little light disturbs sleep if there is suddenly a blaze of light your eyes close and you just want to lie down that's the susupti we can't register anything and beyond these three is turiya that which transcends all so everywhere there is brahman even this outer world is brahman but you can't understand the outer without understanding the inner and the inner the inmost all of us human personality also has these three or four dimension there is the outer personality which everybody sees very nice person very bad person etc etc it's a small limited outer person jagrat avastha it's our little virat <laughs> so that's what it is there it is the outer personality the outer man but this is not what we are there is behind the outer man the inner man shubhendra says is the true person the inner man the inner being where a lot of things are going on inside trying to press on the surface and behind it is the inmost the psychic being and what is beyond is of course the central being sitting with the parmatma right there so all of us this is the fourfold way of creation all this detailed aspects of life and creation they gave to us did they give it only for yogins and in the uh, thought world no this detailed details and richness of human life of creation we find everywhere in um, ancient indias this sanatan dharma the way of life that they had developed look at um, literature the mind of a race what details sometimes it's so amazing you know even right up to ramcharitmanas kalidas i mean original innovator of the mobile yaksha is you say how so yaksha has been indra has got very angry now this is indra of the purana not that vedic indra so he condemns him to a mountain you have to go and live there one year so mountains are wonderful except for one little problem this yaksha is in love with someone and she is far away he can't visit her and she can't come so what does the yaksha do no mobiles so he started releasing the idea of the mobile it's not a joke he looks at the clouds how do the mobile waves travel through the sky he looks at the clouds and says 
will you go and convey this message of mine to her and the clouds are traveling in that direction so the cloud says cloud messenger ah mega dutam so cloud say but how will i recognize that in great richness of details it describes the city how will i recognize your uh, beloved again in great details he explains if you read it it is in just as a singaras where pathos of a kind and ornamental beauty of a kind singar is described in what richness of detail shubindu ranks kalidas as among the top most top 3 creative um, geniuses of india valmiki vyas and kalidas he ranks kalidas he is even translated um, vikram urvashi and abhigyan shakuntalam porsha kumar sambhavam birth of the war god little bit he has done so these are amazingly rich even coming down all the way to ramcharitmanas again look at the creative in i mean these lines are so you describe the teeth of the lord when he is a child aap ye varnan sunenge nahi kahin par to abhi daat kaise the ram ji ke maine to ye apne ragging mein ye use kiya tha they showed me a model and iska daat isko describe kar ab main to ye sab pehli baar ye sab jeevan mein ho raha hai to mujhe kale maine ramayan padhi thi <laughs> तो मैंने रामचरित मानस का वो दोहा बता दिया वो कहते ये सब क्या है <laughs> तो मैंने वो जो बताया था दोहा वो सुनाओ आपको राम जी वो चारों को बालक जब खेल रहे हैं तो तुलसीदास बताते हैं दम के दतिया द्युति दामिनी जो छबी भूरी अनंग की दूरी करें दशरथ के बालक चारों सदा एंड दैट्स हाउ इट गोज द लास्ट पिटा ना लुक एट दम के यू नो इट इज ग्लोइंग दतिया टीथ आई नो विश टूथ ब्रश दे यूज इट वुड वर्थ द्युति दामिनी लाइक दी लाइटनिंग स्ट्रीक्स लाइक दैट वेन दे ओपन द माउथ वाई इज कॉलिंग दम लाइटनिंग बिकॉज समटाइम्स यू ओपन एंड यू सी द टीथ दम के दतिया द्युति दामिनी जो छवि भूरी मैंने ऐसा रूप जिसको बार बार निहारने का मन करता है कौन है अनंग लुक एट द कंसेप्शन काम देव इज अनंग नो फॉर्म शिवा डिड दैट इट इफ यू वॉन्ट टू रियली मेक मी लव समन यू हैव टू बिकम फॉर्मलेस आई कांट हैव दैट काइंड ऑफ वेरी पर्सनल डोमेस्टिकेटेड लव आई कैन बी इन फैमिली लाइफ बट स्टिल यू विल अनंग दैट स्टोरी इज वेरी फैसिनेटिंग मे बी नेक्स्ट सेशन विल टॉक अबाउट इट छवि भूरी अनंग की दूरी करें कामदेव भी लज्जित हो जाएंगे उससे जो आप सोचिए ये क्या डिस्क्रिप्शन है और जब माता सीता और उन्होंने देखा है राम जी को लव एट फर्स्ट साइट तो क्या करती हैं या इट इज डिस्क्राइब लाइक दैट इज लव एट फर्स्ट साइट पुष्प वाटिका में तो जाती वहां पर माता पार्वती को और वो प्रे करती है तो फिर वो फूल गिरता है तो बताती है यही भाति गौरी आशीष पुनि पुनि मुदित ही हर्षित चली तुलसी भवानी पूज पुनि पुनि मुदित मन मंदिर चली वो देखती कि फूल गिरा तो वो जान जाती है कि ये ब्लेसिंग्स है वहां से अब लेकिन विवाह मंडप पे बैठ गए तो अब उस समय मोबाइल इसे प्रश्न नहीं था वो राम जी को देखना चाहती है कैसे देखे तो उन तो घूंघट उड़ा हुआ है 
नहीं राम जी देखना चाहते हैं राम जी तो मर्यादा पुरुषोत्तम है कैसे देखे उनको सीता जी ने तो उनको देख लिया है इन्होंने नहीं देखा है पर इनको देखना है तो वो अपने वो जो सीता जी ने अंगूठी पहनी हुई है हीरे की उसके नग में माता सीता की छवि देखते हैं जस्ट इमेजिन द रिचनेस ऑफ डिटेल्स वी डोंट अप्रिशिएट दिस एंड वी गो टू शेक्सपियर ने कहा था होमर ने कहा था आई हैव रेड होमर शेक्सपियर ऑल्सो बट इट पेल्स बिफोर द रिचनेस ऑफ क्रिएटिव अबंडेंस ऑफ ये सब बाद में आ गया माया 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 आई डोंट नो इसीलिए माया ने कहा तुम माया माया रटते हो अब तुम्हें ऐसा बांधोगी कि तुम मुझसे मुक्त नहीं हो सकोगे पूरी तरह मेटीरियलिस्टिक बन जाओ तुम बोलते हो ना मुझसे फ्री होना है बिकॉज ये लॉर्ड की माया है अरविंद एक जय कहते हैं यू कैन गेट रिड ऑफ मोहा नॉट माया माया इज द लॉर्ड्स माया इट इज इट इज क्रिएटेड फाइनाइटनेस फॉर मैनिफेस्टेशन मोहा यू कैन गेट रिड ऑफ दैट इग्नोरेंट अटैचमेंट यू कैन गेट रिड ऑफ सो लिटरेचर लुक एट नाउ हार्ट की मूवमेंट नाउ नॉर्मली वी हैव दो हाउ मेनी वेन आई रेड साइकोलॉजी साइकोलॉजी बुक में उन्होंने कहा तीन प्राइमरी इमोशन होते हैं अभी तक हम पढ़ाते हैं इंडियन साइकोलॉजी में तीन प्राइमरी इमोशन होते हैं मैंने कहा भैया नवरस तो पढ़ा दो कम से कम हर चीज में उन्होंने रस को देखा और किस तरह से वो रस क्या ओरिजिनल जो है वो डिलाइट है इसका है ही नहीं कहीं पर जिक्र और उस डिलाइट ने नाइन फॉर्म्स लिए उसमें एक फॉर्म तो बड़ा अद्भुत है विभत्स अद्भुत इज ऑफकोर्स वन रस उसमें भी रस होता है सी दुशासन की बुझाओ खाड़ी जय जगदीश हरे सी यू गेट दैट अरे बड़ा अच्छा हुआ विभत्स दृश्य है दुशासन की जब बुझा उतार उखाड़ते भीम इफ यू रीड इट या अगर आप एक यूरोपियन माइंड से पढ़ोगे उफ वॉट आर दिस शोइंग यू नो दिस इज नॉट दिस इज tearing his hand and you know throwing it and taking the blood and taking to drop the and she putting over her hairs braiding her hairs with that blood how gory this is but look at when you read it in mahabharata in the total context oh dushasan dushasan ki bhujao khadi jay jagdish are you feel that another joy altogether so there is a rasa in it when evil is punished when it is cast aside by an act of bravery even that becomes a source of joy so everything adbhut you can't even describe it the darshan of the divine shri krishna says ashcharyavat pashyati kashchidenam and then love ke kitne shades hain matlab it's amazing the words itself you know, there's so many shades of love hum log abhi wo mindset se aate hain to nahi samajh pate is cheez ko and then when you come to uh, from the heart you come to life which aspect of life has not been lifted up to the highest possible and linked and turned into something sacred i already spoken about it from the womb conception is sacred so if you read the ancient indian literature conception was not a act chalo bachcha ek ghar mein aayega अच्छा रहेगा खिलौना आ गया या बड़ा हो कि मेरे बुढ़ापे का सहारा बनेगा ये सब तो थॉट दूर दूर तक नहीं है सो यू हैव दी बर्थ शुड बी कंसेप्शन शुड बी ए कॉन्शियस कंसेप्शन 
सो उसके मंत्र हैं उसके प्रॉपर प्रोसेसेस हैं एज आई वर सिंग इवन काम सूत्र डिस्क्राइब्स आफ्टर अबाउट 90 परसेंट डिस्क्रिप्शन ऑफ द स्टेट हाउ टू टेक ए बाथ वॉट काइंड ऑफ परफ्यूम टू यूज इट समथिंग सो डिटेल एंड देन द एक्ट इज ओनली ए वेरी स्मॉल थिंग बट इट्स ए फ्यूजन ऑफ पर्सनैलिटी इज नॉट अ फिजिकल एक्ट दे लिफ्ट इवन अ फिजिकल एक्ट टू वॉट लेवल इट्स ए ज्वाइनिंग ऑफ टू बींग्स नॉट जस्ट द बॉडी एंड देन यू हैव द कंसेप्शन देन वी हैव गर्भदान गर्भाधान संस्कार थ्री मंथस पर होता है और सेवन मंथस पर होता है सो यू सी नॉर्मली दैट्स ए पीरियड अराउंड विज द थ्री मंथस टू फोर मंथस proper you know that beating of the heart five months it begins and then seven months when probably there is an ensoulment not ensoulment in the sense soul doesn't enter the womb it waits but kehte na gach lena acha ye wala isme i'll come it has not entered the womb indian thought knew ki abortion is not bad because uh, if necessary because if the soul has not yet soul may enter after one year three year five year even 14 years so people miss how is the person ha not ha baby shower hota hai to fir wo kyon wo um, abortion ka jo itna christian world mein ye sab chal raha hai abhi uske usko lekar ke to ye to hamare yahan vyas rishi advised ye jo santan hua hai isko maar dalo problem hoga ab isse ab lagta bada shocking bhrun hatya embryo mein baby ko mare ja rahe this not to say that you know you should now check the baby gender and destroy that was never the case in fact it's a male which is coming he says is going to be devastating to the world save the world whatever which way so the action of the yogi was beyond the pale of human right and wrong and indian thought understood it ki this boy is going to create devastation upon this earth this about the birth of duryodhana so he says that you know finish him in the womb because he has seen it that mahabharata war ye seed yahan par hai ambition ka seed dal diya isme so this is how he, they saw it which is a different paradigm altogether there are countless distortion when you apply a great truth on to your small little mentality but we must first understand what it really contain richness of life then the entire journey अन्नप्राशन फर्स्ट टाइम फूट दिया अन्नप्राशन संस्कार उसके बाद दवात पूजा उसमें क्या है आपके पास चीजें रखी पहला बार बच्चा अक्षर लिखता है तो ए फॉर एप्पल नहीं लिखता है ओम या कुछ हाथ पकड़ के लिखाते हैं उसके बाद वो चॉइस ही विल चूज विच वन यू नो तलवार इस समय उसका स्वधर्म क्या है उसको ही विल मेक चॉइस एवरी एस्पेक्ट ऑफ लाइफ वॉज कनेक्टेड विद द डिवाइन मैरिज ऐसे नहीं होता था कि चर्च में हम चले गए एंड वी किस इच अदर एंड से ओके फ्रॉम टुडे वी आर मैन एंड वुमेन डिसाइडेड इन हेवन सफर्ड अपॉन अर्थ फॉर गुड चॉइस नहीं है कितने तरह के विवाह हैं उसमें भी विवाह में यू हैव द फ्लेम इन द सेंटर एंड द सेवन टाइम्स यू गो वॉट आर दो सेवन टाइम्स अराउंड द मदर एज एक्सप्लेन दिस सो ब्यूटिफुली शी डेंट टॉक ऑफ इट एज एक्सप्लेनिंग द हिंदू सिस्टम बट शी सेट मैरिजेज आर नॉट नेसेसरी दे आर डेटेड so though it comes under marriage and children which is not a very correct thing to do so uh, people said uh, mother but you know they couldn't understand it is shocking you know 70s so she said yes if people love 
love each other they can be together and if they don't love they can walk away because there's the only criteria real thing is love so core of togetherness is love now people obviously in those days to hear such a word but divine mother is saying says auroville me the people have taken it now any which way says okay i'll give you what is the secret of lasting union you will still get the people get married they get this card from the ashram i don't know now they give it or not but it's there in mother's collected works volume 14 and she says to unite your physical life is is it is a first thing but it is not enough is naturally it is important then to unite in sensations it is very good it is not enough to unite in your feelings it is very important but not enough i am compressing it's a whole page to unite in thoughts is very important to share have the same taste likes dislikes tendencies it is very very important but it is not enough and then she says at the center of your being at the core at the apex of the world there is the fire to unite your lives around this fire to join your life around this fire to walk the same path to the same goal together hand in hand at the same pace this is the secret of and then she adds very interesting of a lasting union temporary unions can be but lasting union this is the secret now just imagine what a comprehensive formula of thing it was contained in one little ceremony where three times or four time man takes the lead and three or four time woman takes the lead it was in built so center mein fire hai to fir nok jhok kyon hogi consult from the point of view of that central goal what is the right thing not tune thoda kuch tune kahi thode kuch maine suni baat ban gayi aise nahi ho ban gayi bigad bhi jayegi <laughs> so so beech mein that fire to keep that fire in the center that try to resolve the problems based on that and turn toward that there's a actually the core aspect and of course the core is love so this is how indian thought in every sphere of life even death career job so everything according to the sadharma grahastashram according to dharma you are earning wealth nothing wrong with that we didn't say that you should discard materialism no it is itself a preparation develop your brain power that was also very important to so the Uh, initial 25 years through brahmacharya practice of brahmacharya it was not just about conserving sexual energy but all kinds of energy which are thrown away and turn it towards the higher goals that's why after shailbala who is the next which comes in the process of um, further yes brahmacharini after the energy is awakened in matter shailbala in matter there is this divine energy it she awakens so material man who thought he is only a body is twice born there is the fire of aspiration then brahmacharini concentrate your energies towards that then which comes chandraganta kusumanda you see it's an entire journey of yoga described so countless legends they have described the same truth in many many ways different ways slight variations here and there so this was the manifold aspect of indian life and uh, just as we talked about gods there are those energies which don't let us go forward 
they hold our leg gods are pulling us in the arms so there is a tussle so what to do whoever will win whoever you give feed more that cherokee legend two wolves are fighting who will win whomever you feed more if you feed the titanic forces inside the titan will win if you feed the godlike forces gods will win what are these godlike forces and titanic forces psychologically beautifully described in the gita chapter 16 devasuri sampada every thought turned around the ego feeds the asura in us i am great today i have earned so much tomorrow i learn so much more today i have slain this enemy tomorrow i'll slay this other i will um, enjoy i will earn i will give main dani hu main ye hu wo hu damb pride vanity all these are wealth of the asura if we live by that consciousness the asura will win on the contrary who are the gods niti nati humility driti steadfastness tejah so they concentrate them they don't just throw it away just like that shama forgiving patient dhira so they are very patient in thing persevering swadhyaya regularly they are engaged in studying the self studying the scriptures both so that you know they get the right knowledge so these are the and many others there's some 17 of them attributes of the god so every time we develop this side the we are taken further and this battle is typified in countless stories that's why we'll always see in indian thought all the legends ultimately the battle between the gods and the asura which takes place at a cosmic level in the subtle dimension but it takes place also within us and the ultimate prototypes of that story are ramayana and the mahabharata we'll talk about it probably in the after so but just to touch upon it they are called as itihasas itihas iti das has it has been said so our idea of itihas was not just newspaper cuttings legends were part of the itihas why because now imagine they knew that reporters may or may not report there are killings in kashmir reporters will not report but the kashmiri pandits will say hamare sath aisa hua tha just giving an instance more recent so it becomes a part of collective history why this is important because it has gone into the mind of the race you can't just deny it because a newspaper has not reported it doesn't mean it doesn't exist so itihas thus it happened thus it was said so ramayana and mahabharata are itihas so what is the story of kauravas kauravas कौरवाज जो एबॉर्शन को बोला था उसकी बात नहीं हाँ वो दैट्स व्हाट आई मेंट दैट टेस्ट यू बेबीज हुए थे आई मीन टेक्नोलॉजी दे नथिंग अनयूजल अबाउट इट दैट टेक्नोलॉजी दे डिट ट्रांसमिट थैंकफुली बिकॉज वी वुड हैव थाउजेंड कौरवाज बट इट इज समथिंग लाइक क्लोनिंग और टेस्ट यू बेबीज इट गिवस ऑलवेज दैट इंप्रेशन not exactly clone 
test tube babies are not exactly clones but something like that so they shared that's why there was only one korva who was different he was the 101st one but that was not through gandhari it was through a dasi yujutsu that's right so this is how so ramayana and mahabharata they are the itihasas but they are just i'll leave with this not just imagine many lovely novels fascinating marvel comics movies harry potter sab dekh rahe doctor strange bhi dekh li so you know he man superman comics you know all these have come and gone okay now theek hai sometime there is a charm then it doesn't endure and who was that uh, tolkien tolkien ki three series nikli thi ha uh, uh, so lot of the rings that's right so there have been many which have come and gone even in the homer's iliad and odyssey to an extent iliad at least does and odyssey both are both they have the aspect of myth if anything comes closest to this but just imagine when did ramayana when was it written when was the actual event which took place but till date they endure so what is there in ramayana and mahabharata that is worth a subject of exploration but we'll talk about it so how do you find that the soul has entered a person or not uh see you have to have discovered your soul to know anything about the soul things which are having including soul mates without soul there is only mate and no soul mate <laughs> so discover the soul then you can know what is happening in another person's soul there is no mental way of doing it but there are some signs that soul enters a child at any age let's say from age 1 to 14 or womb and the sign is there is suddenly upsetting of things it is a completely new element so i can tell you say in adolescence 7 8 9 when the soul enters suddenly you will see children coming up with such wonderful fantastic thoughts ideas as if you will wonder ye kahan se aa raha hai tujhe you know they will start in some way or the other it will express itself in in uh, sometimes it can take a very fantastic form as i said in me it was devasur sangram mein devtaon ki taraf se ladna hai now this is not something which is normal or usual thing so when that happens for a moment the entire field of nature goes topsy turvy because there is and some those new beautiful things begin to you start taking interest in something which is of a uh, you know religious or spiritual nature for some time then the mind comes in and says is a bekar cheez hai isko piche mind comes in and puts pushes the soul behind but during that period the soul is very active and it uh, for no reason it connects you to something which represents the divine आप छोटे से हो गए लेकिन आपको अभी मेरी दीदी बताती मुझे याद नहीं है हमारे घर में एक शिव जी का छोटा सा वो था और मुझे तो याद नहीं है बोलती तो दो साल का था खूब घिसता था मैं साफ करूंगा वो गाय भी हो गया घिसते घिसते सो बट अब मैं क्यों घिसता था मेरे घर में राम सीता की पूजा होती थी शिव जी इज ऑलवेज देयर विद रामा but i just used to take some joy i don't even remember it because krishna came and washed away all those things he said wo nahi hai tere liye 
<laughs> so I take it like that. But why? Why was? Why was uh, I so attached to Krishna? Nobody told me. So every child, not only about this, I am. I can share because it's happened in my life. But I know people. I know somebody who uh, went to Shirvindu's room. Suddenly that day was flooded with all kinds of thoughts about creation, about and came and shared with me. कि ये सब विचार आ रहे थे फैंटास्टिक बट देन अगेन द माइंड कम्स इन एंड वेल्स इट देन यू हैव टू रिकवर इट थ्रू ए लॉन्ग जर्नी बट वेन द सोल एक्चुअली एंटर्स टच इज समाइम इट कुड बी ड्यूरिंग एन एक्सेप्शनल स्टेट लाइक यू नो फीवर एंड डेलीरियम एंड सडनली इन सम वे और दर यू कम इन कॉन्टैक्ट विद द डिवाइन सम एस्पेक्ट ऑफ डिविनिटी देर इज ए कॉन्टैक्ट बिकॉज सोल इज द ओनली वन विच रिकोगनाइज द डिवाइन Very rare, very rare. Practically nil. Because uh, womb period is like, okay, you buy a plot. So plot, apka ho gaya. Abhi soul may realize after some time when the baby is born, ki a parent se to bahut. This is not what I want. It's an adventure, no. So it may stay behind. No plot may rakshasasur aage. और पता नहीं कौन कौन आगे कब्जा कर लिया नाम के लिए सोल के नाम से लिखा हुआ है पट्टा सो एंटरिंग द वोम हैज हैपन बट इट इज वेरी वेरी रेयर हाँ लाइक अष्टा वक्र सो एज आई सेट वेरी वेरी रेयर बट दिस इज सम पार्ट ऑफ द माइंड और अगेन दैट इज अबाउट एनसोलमेंट ए सोल विच कम्स फ्रॉम ए डेवलप्ड स्टेट समबडी लाइक अष्टा वक्र it draws supposing somebody has left the body in this life who is very developed x mr x so not x men but x so wo <laughs> x kya kar rahe hain har ek world mein jaake apne portions ko discard kar rahe hain because you have to go to the soul world barren and naked so but if the mind has been very well integrated in one life around the soul like bithovin's hands mother gives the example or swami vivekananda's thoughts so when they come back they can bring that along with them in the womb that portion is brought into the baby who is still under formation it's usually something from the thought world that you know uh, abhimanyu and ashtavakra story but it could have been in ashtavakra case soul but usually the soul doesn't enter the womb so soon because uska ek logical reason hai so why there is no regression from the human form to the animal form because form and soul ka correspondence hai this is something very interesting to explore from the form itself you can get to know a lot of things about a person's inner being so jo form hota hai wo itna if you look at the baby in the womb what are the forms through which it goes through it's a worm it's a fish it's a turtle seed and then it you know it it's a beast and then it's an animal soul can uh, and a human so it cannot enter by its very nature it cannot support the presence it'll probably abort soul is looks like a tiny mini teeny mini thing it's an explosion soul entering in many people it will never enter about them people say they don't have a soul they have but she is watching from behind because it is very small like a little spark so it is watches from behind and the person otherwise if it has a prabhav then people all will be turned toward truth and good and beautiful and that is why indian thought the right way to really make society truly good 
is to awaken this element. That was the whole logic. In many people, it's because they are not reached in that stage of evolution where the soul can freely express itself. But yet, soul needs the physical contact for its own progress. So in early stages of evolution, what the soul will do? It will watch over this child, absorb its experience, but many times it will never bind itself to the body. So one different question. Schizophrenia, when they say that we we tend to curb it through either counseling or through education. What is the... They enter into, in schizophrenia, they enter into alternate worlds. So there are parallel orders of realities and uh, they enter into these orders of reality where for them it is real. Same thing with uh, psychosis of different kinds. So what happens is these forces start taking hold of the human consciousness. So they can manifest as thoughts which are abnormal, which create undue fear, suspiciousness, which can lead to ultimately towards despair, suicide. Or they, they can hear, you can hear it as voices. You start believing a lie as truth and truth as lie. So they take the whole mind captive in its net. So voices and visions can also come in schizophrenia. Schizophrenia is of course an extreme disorder where the full-blown expression of the dark, subtle worlds have taken hold of the human consciousness. In many time, many cases, the soul leaves and goes away. So only a body is left like a shell and uh, that's why they will. it's very difficult to connect with them or try to give some kind of thing that prayer karo, ya uh, music lagado mother ka. They will not, uh, I have seen cases where I have told them, Achha, just put the music on zero volume but put it so the vibrations go. But they get to know, they just stop it because the force which occupies will not uh, allow it. So you can see that it's that's the ultimate, full-fledged hostile force. So there is regression. It makes the consciousness regress to animal stage where there is no sense of, you know, uh, dress and all this is lost. Further stage, stone-like stage, animal behavior, blurting out things, undue anger. And finally, at some point, the soul tends to leave because the body is now, cannot be used for progress. But the shell with the vital being occupying it, can continue for years. And that is a very tragic situation to be in. Though good to know that the soul has left. The person whom you loved as your whatever has gone. Soul cannot stay in that kind of a mess. Is autism? Autism is different. Autism is at early stages of development when there are gaps in consciousness. So certain um, parts of nature they are not able to develop or express themselves. But schizophrenia and psychosis is of that kind. So when you say soul, it means psychic being is different. Huh? Soul is psychic being, being, soul or psychic being, eggs are centered. No, no. Soul is a generic term. Psychic being is when the soul has developed fully and Put on its own personality, it has become a psychic being. I have given a number of talks on this, many of these questions. So you can just go on Auroma, just because someone was also asking. Auroma, A-U-R-O-M-A-A dot org. And on the YouTube channel, you just have to put the uh, keyword. Uh, Auroma YouTube channel also is there. You just have to type the keyword, like psychic being. You will see a number of talks. In great detail, all this has been discussed. Okay. Okay. 